0: Welcome to Two Pizza in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance.
1: Good day and welcome to Two Pieces in a Podcast. This is episode 21 in our Symptoms series. And I am Michael Platten and I have Simon Strawn with me. Hi, everybody. That guy. Today we are going to be covering vomiting and that's going to be covered over four podcasts as we have with the previous ones. So we're going to be chatting about an overview of vomiting, causes of vomiting, the treatment of vomiting, and we're going to end off with the warning signs. When we look at pathophysiology, or the word that we use to explain why we have vomiting, there are a few things that we need to look at, or that we at least ask when you come and see us, if they are present or not, in terms of symptoms. So the first thing that we want to know is, is the vomiting bilious or non-bilious? What I mean by that is, is it green or slightly green-tinged or not? That dictates where in the stomach or where in the intestine it is. If there is bilious or green vomiting, then normally there is an obstruction or something causing an issue, ah, or in, in the what did you say? In the second part of the duodenum, which is just outside the the stomach.
0: Yeah, further down the further down yeah. the tract from where the stomach is. So there's a yeah. blockage there, mm-hmm. and, and that's allowing the the bile that comes from the liver and the bile ducts that goes into the intestine to kind of flush backwards into the stomach, and it shouldn't normally do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, then number two is whether the vomiting has blood in or not. Now that blood can either be fresh or it can be old or acted on because the longer blood stays in the stomach, the more the acid works on it and it changes the color, changes it to black and very stinky. Uh, Whereas fresh blood is more obviously bright red to slightly dark red or even with clots.
0: Yeah, so I think also the the good point you make is that remember that the the acid in the stomach is properly acidic, like pH 1, pH 2. So anything that goes in there is going to be altered. So it is normal when children vomit for cheesy stuff to come out. The food is very seldom not digested. Uh, And if it does, it means that it's been in there for a very short period of time. So blood that's been there will not necessarily be fresh blood. It could be dark black blood. Because remember, the question is, why are we vomiting? Well, we're vomiting either because what's in the stomach, the stomach doesn't want there. So you've ingested something that you're allergic to, you've ingested something that just makes you feel awful and ill, because it's not something that you're used to, like your child will go to a birthday party and eat too much of something, and the next thing it's all over the bed. Or there's an irritation in the stomach that is causing the stomach itself, like a viral infection. That is causing the stomach to be irritable and therefore crampy and having these spasms and vomiting. Or lastly, I guess simply that there is a blockage beyond the stomach. So whatever's in the stomach now can't go further down, therefore builds up and comes out again. So I think those really is what it's about. And it's in this system where there's all this acid sits. So the green bile should be going south away from the stomach. So if it's coming out north, then there's a blockage somewhere there should be no blood ever. If the blood is bright red blood, then it means that it's fresh bleeding. Whereas if it's dark black blood, it means it's been there for a while. So it is important to look at those two things uh, in terms of what, when your child is vomiting, is it just food that's coming out? Is it green stuff that's coming out? Is it black stuff that's coming out? And when children vomit, is it mucus? And I think that's important because Children, when they, when they vomit, it very often looks like stringy and mucusy, And that's kind of normal stuff, but it's not yellow, yucky looking mucus. And it's also normal, Mike. I mean, I have many parents who phone me and say, My child vomited and it came through the nose. Mm. I mean, that is normal. Yeah. It comes up with such force mm. that it just like shoots out. Them. I know it's disgusting and it's horrible to clean up, but it's normal.
1: Mm. Just make sure that the the nose is nice and clean so that they can breathe again, especially in the younger children. Yeah.
0: And I think the next point here is about projectile and non-projectile. You know, any forceful vomit is gonna come out and look like a projectile. In other words, whoops and it's gonna, gonna paint the walls. Whereas we know with little babies they can spit up in what we call positive, and it's just like a blops and it's out and it's over the onto the bib. Or it's a bit more forceful, boop, and it's onto their lap. But in in the medical term of projectile vomiting, when we talk about projectile vomiting, we are thinking Mike, specifically of that condition where the outlet of the stomach, where the, it's supposed to go out of the stomach into the duodenum, we called the pylorus, that that is closed. And there is a condition that does that. And that means the children feed and feed and feed and feed. The stomach swells and swells and distends, distends. And then when it comes out... It's gonna hit the wall behind you if you're holding the child on your shoulder. Yeah. It's not just like a burr, like, my goodness, that was a vomit. This is like, mm. oh my goodness, look at that. Yeah. Painted
1: the wall with a vomit. <laughs> That's what we refer to as projectile. And it won't be bilious. In that condition, Correct. it won't be bilious. It because yeah. it's not after the stomach. Okay. Uh, also, we need to look at the, so we looked at bilious, bloody, and the projectile. We need to look at the age of the child. So is it a newborn that is having, like Simon said, positing or vomiting? Is it spit up, so hey? people start spit constantly ups. spitting up. Yes, which but, is normal. Yeah. As long as they're not having issues with breathing or, and as long as they are not coughing after every feet and they're gaining weight. Yeah, so you're talking about reflux. I mean, there's yes. so much about reflux. You know, do you know that in adults,
0: adults reflux up to 60 times a day? That's a little bit, it's up and down. Mm-hmm. So we all, this, it does go up and down. Children, it's not unusual for them to spit up after every meal sometimes, just a little bit of a plops onto the bib. It's called pathophysiological reflux. But again, when we talk about reflux... No, 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 no physiological. Physiological, physiological yeah.
1: What did I say? Pathophysiological. Oh, that is so abnormal.
0: <laughs> Please delete that from your brain. <laughs> the word is physiological, which means within normal parameters. Normal kind of spit up. Children who have proper reflux, I mean, they are vomiting so much that they're not gaining weight. They are constantly miserable. They often vomit up blood. Um, But this little posset and posset and posset is not acidic. The children don't squirm in pain from it. Uh, And it's normal and it's Mm -hmm. extremely common, as I'm sure you've all realized with your own children.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then the last point is whether they have a fever or not. Because you will not get a fever if it's an allergy. Agree? Yes. Okay. Uh, You will not get a fever if it's motion sickness, if they don't have an infection. So you, you should not get a fever if it's this pyloric stenosis that we were talking about. Yes, and so if what a, there's an obstruction, there shouldn't be unless there's an infection on top of that.
0: Yeah, and that's. I think that the other way around is important too. Is that if it is an infection, gastroenteritis or gastro? Why is it called gastroenteritis? Well, gastro means stomach, gastric is stomach. Enteritis is the duodenum and the intestines. And it's common with these children. For the virus, they get the virus into their system through their mouth. So it's going to irritate the tummy first, the gastric part. So they will vomit, and they generally have a fever with it. Then the vomiting settles, and it goes down and causes the rest of the runny tummies, etc. So if your child does have vomiting with fever, it, it is, may just be part of the gastroenteritis. But the point is, there are other infections outside of the tummy area that can cause fever with vomiting. And that's the meningitis, encephalitis. Yeah. And that's what work. we're going to go into the, with our next podcast. Exactly. So I think that's, mm. th- those are the important things. Okay. Are, are there uh, anything about any other ages that are specific? I think the important things here about age groups is really that it's very common in the neonatal period. And if your, chi- if your older child vomits, just to have a look at it and go, did they jiggle around too much? Were they too busy after a meal? Did they stuff themselves with stuff they shouldn't have done? Uh, and then, as we've said before, what are the other symptoms going on? with it in terms of, because the um, the questions we've asked about the green and the bloody and the, I think it's frequency of, of vomiting mm.
1: is important too. Mm. Like, and, and is it spontaneous or not? Is it related to food or not? So what do you mean by spontaneous? Do you do something that causes them to vomit? Okay. So are they just sitting there doing nothing, they haven't had anything to eat or drink for an hour and then they just vomit?
0: And then what is that, serious or not serious?
1: That's in very more serious. I, I, I think it's more serious. Do you agree or not? Because I, I think that if you're stimulating something, or like you're giving them food and giving them water in an already irritated stomach, they're going to be vomiting. Yeah. If you're not stimulating them and there's nothing going on inside, and then they vomit, then it's something that says, okay, we need to check to see yeah. what's going on. Okay,
0: yeah. So I just think the point is that if, they, if your child is starting to vomit, have a look at these things and just have a look at what's happened in the preceding hours. Think about what's happened in the family. You know, has somebody else had a bit of an upset tummy? Have you just come back from a party? Have you eaten something that you bought out somewhere? Have you eaten something the child hasn't eaten before? Does the child have a distended tummy, does it? So in terms of this is it something that is coming out because your body doesn't want it in, is it because there's a blockage, is the vomiting green? I think you need to look at the that whole the word with pathophysiology, you need to package this whole thing and try and understand why is my child mm. vomiting. Yeah. I think that's what we're trying to get across here. Let's get, mm. try and say let's think along those lines yeah. when your child starts to vomit because then you'll be able to go, right, I need to be a little bit more observant and then we'll give mm. you more info in the next series about what uh, we do about it.
1: I think that's about it.
0: If your children have allowed you to, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.care4kids.co.za and that's the numeral 4 and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook. At 2Peter in Podcast. At
1: 2Peter in a Podcast. TWO, not the numerical 2.
0: This is our disclaimer. The information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion. We're giving it to you for your own information. Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare
1: provider and follow their advice.